If you were thinking about going into full-time Christian ministry, whatever that means, uh, and you were seeking advice, I think you'd find these thoughts very helpful. The advice that I give would be to take your time to do ministry well. Build it up from the inside. So start with your own commitment to living in Christ. From there, move outside to work on building a healthy Christian marriage, assuming that's what you're called to. Once your heart and your home are peaceful, are joyful and resilient, then you can move on to evangelism and ministry and these other things. Ministry is not sustainable without it. You will become an empty and collapsible shell if you don't continually build that heart and that home. Great wisdom. Uh, Start with yourself, then expand out to your family or your circle of friends, and then think about serious ministry. Welcome again to another edition of Come Receive the Light from the Orthodox Christian Network. I'm Mike Trout, and our host is Father Christopher Metropolis, the president of Hellenic College and Holy Cross Orthodox School of Theology. If you missed those uh, comments just a moment ago, you're going to hear them again in this conversation as Father Chris grabs the phone in his office and talks with his guest. Father Anthony Perkins is the pastor of St. Mary Protection of the Holy Theotokos Parish in Allentown, Pennsylvania. He is the director of vocations, associate academic dean, and a professor at St. Sophia Ukraine Orthodox Seminary, and he is the editor of goodguyswearblack.org website. He strongly believes that priests need priests and treasures his friendship and collaboration with other clergy. His personal blog and podcast is Orthoalaktia. Wow, that's quite a name. Father, welcome to the program. Thanks. It's great to be with you, Father. And it is a great title, right? Although, here, let me share with you an irony, or maybe it's not an irony. I almost always wear a gray cassock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, aside from being a priest, uh, you're also director of vocation, associate dean, like we said, at the Ukrainian Orthodox Seminary. I mean, where do you place the emphasis in the theological formation of seminarians? What is the vision, let's say, the goal of St. Sophia? Well, yeah, thanks for asking that, Father. Um, as you know, the, the wonderful thing about working at a seminary is that you have a whole team of professors and staff and the seminarians themselves. And we all share the same dedication to Christ and the Church, but each one brings unique gifts. And our, our goal is to, um, and I'm going to quote a little bit, form and train true Orthodox pastors, teachers, and leaders of the people of God, who will follow the example set by our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ in his own earthly ministry. So we're, we're all committed to that, but all of us apply our own gifts in unique ways to help achieve that goal. And we've just got a tremendous group of people. Um, we're, you know, we're a small uh, church and a smaller seminary, um, and our Metropolitan is involved. And he brings a real—that's Metropolitan Antoni, his eminence— mm-hmm. He brings a real peace and depth of pastoral experience, and if I can call it gravitas, you know, kind of a spiritual gravitas that demonstrates what kind of effectiveness that, uh, you know, men are able to achieve through a lifetime of commitment to virtue and to serving the Church well. Certainly, certainly the challenges of, of seminary life, we have it here too. We have the College School of Theology and Seminary at Hellenic yeah. and Holy Cross, and it is a challenge because you are educating people in a moral, uh, integral way, uh, in, and to put them back out into a world that has just lost its compass completely. It's, it's crazy. 
Right. So they're going to need not just knowledge, because when some people think of seminary, that's what they think about, right? Mm -hmm. They think about the classes and all the things, because, you know, people who are attracted to seminary, a lot of times they're attracted because they love books. Um, But it's the spirituality, a spirituality that's um, fostered through the worship rule of the seminary, and it's also the fellowship. Um, you know, and here, just like, you know, the, the, the friendships that these young men and women um, have through seminary life, those are things that really help sustain them as they go out into that hard world, right? Yes, sir. Um, because what, we're, what we really need, we need, we need servants of God who are, yes, on fire for, for the Lord and, you know, just real evangelists, but they have to be resilient, right? They, that's one of the things that, that I see, is I see priests suffering um, because they haven't uh, developed a way to deal with adversity consistently. Yes. Right? So it, throw, it can throw you into real darkness um, if, if you aren't expecting it and if you don't have the proper tools. And like I said, one of those tools is the fellowship of other priests and these fellow ministers, and that's cultivated during that seminary life. And where is the St. Sophia uh, Ukrainian Orthodox Seminary? What city is it in? We are in Holy South Boundbrook, New Jersey. Okay, and very good. It's let's see, it's about um, it's about maybe an hour from New York City. It's an hour from where I serve in Allentown. And the amount of students you currently have there, let's say for we this have, year, right? So for our full time program, we have we have nine students living there at the seminary, and then we have. 15 enrolled in our distance learning programs. I see. Okay, very good. Well, I mean, aside from all these other things, I can't imagine how you do them all, but aside from these other things, you host a personal blog, the podcast, Orthoanalytica, is that what it's called? Well, Orthoanalytica, yeah, this was, you know, it seems okay. like, a, like a cool name, right? But it's yep. terrible, right? If I, <laughs> if I tell people, oh, yeah, check out my blog, Orthoanalytica, right. you know, it, yeah, yeah, it wasn't all that great an idea. So right. People can Google, well, you know, Father Anthony Perkins and blog. They can and, find it. Well, the, here's the key, Father. The key is that uh, you're not a lazy person. You're, you're moving. You're doing things because obviously you believe in what you're doing. It tells us of your desire to support and to enrich your community, uh, to be the priest or, as you say, train the lay people. How do you organize your day in order to do all these things and be, it, and be effective in what you do? Right. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm always effective, but thank you for your kindness, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a, a lay vocations guy, so okay. I, I developed some disciplines and other things like in the, in the Army and in, as an academic that I do bring. Um, but, you know, every priest has to figure out who they are and what kind of priests are called to be, right? And then to be intentional every day in working towards becoming that priest. And I've been pretty intentional about that. You know, what, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What is it that this parish and this situation requires? And then to develop a routine around that. And, you know, some of the routine is set. It's part of our orthopraxis, right? I have my prayer rule. I also have an exercise routine. Um, I have family time that has to be inviolate. The liturgical schedule, that's set. And I have a teaching schedule at the parish and the seminary. But that still leaves a lot of time that can be filled with whatever. And so I fill it with reading. I listen to a lot of audiobooks and podcasts. And I do research and publishing and so on. But as for what is it that allows me to, to sustain effectiveness, um, a couple of things. 
One is that I spend as much time as I can with other priests and ministers. And I'm really blessed with some good friends who help me with discernment and with just being a good man. And I'm also blessed with an incredibly supporting wife. And I'm not exaggerating at all. You know, you you can't teach something you don't know. And our relationship has been fundamental in allowing me to know God and how His love works in this world. We know from St. Paul that marriage done well is an icon of the Church. Well, God has, has really blessed our marriage. And, you know, I'm so thankful for that. That's good. So, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, obviously you mentor seminarians. Um, what message could you give our seminarians here at Holy Cross in Brooklyn? Oh, right, yeah. Um, the advice that I give would give would be to take your time to do ministry well. Build it up from the inside. So start with your own commitment to living in Christ. From there, move outside to work on building a healthy Christian marriage, assuming that's what you're called to. Once your heart and your home are peaceful, are joyful and resilient, then you can move on to evangelism and ministry and these other things. But don't ever stop. You have to reinvigorate, you have to retrain that peaceful heart in that peaceful home every day. It's a continual commitment. Ministry is not sustainable without it. You will become an empty and collapsible shell if you don't continually build that heart and that home. Well said, Father. Well, I couldn't said it better myself, my goodness. Um, do you have a favorite saint? I know students have asked me that on campus a few times. Oh, is there someone yeah. that specially um, inspires you, Father? Right, yeah, St. Anthony the Great. Um, mm. he's, he's my patron. He's such a powerful intercessor. And he's helped me experience the light of Christ in some very difficult times when the darkness was really um, encroaching. Mm-hmm. And I'm eternally grateful for his witness, for his love and his support. So that, that'd be St. Anthony the Great. And just, just one final question, because we don't have too much more time, but what would you like to share with our listeners who are not priests? the laymen out there struggling to find their way through sometimes a difficult world and trying to see Christ. What would you, what would you tell them? Oh, God bless you. The Lord loves you so much. None of us is just a consumer of religion. Every single human being born into this world, whether ordained to the ranks of clergy or not, every one of us is called to be a minister and priest of the Most High God. Think about it. We all operate in His name. We say it all the time, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We all operate in support of His purpose in this world, and we all exercise His grace. So what I said earlier about cultivating a peaceful, joyful, and resilient heart and home is as true for lay people as much as it is for priests. We cannot share with others what we ourselves do not have, and we are all called to share love. So that, that's what I encourage you to do. Take seriously this calling to be a priest of the Most High God. Thank you, Father. Thank you so much. And I hope someday we'll get you to visit us up here at Hellenic College and Holy Cross. I look forward to that very much, Father. 
And just a quick reminder about that website that Father Chris mentioned that Father Anthony is involved with called Good Guys Wear Black. It's at goodguyswearblack.org. You're listening to Come Receive the Light, or you have listened (laughs) to Come Receive the Light from the Orthodox Christian Network, a nonprofit outreach, and here at the end of the year, It's so important that we hear from you. When you go to the website, just click on the Donate button and look at all of the ways you can get involved with us. That's myocn.net. Well, on the next edition of our broadcast, we return to the theme of the Christmas season. I I like the American thing because when people say Happy Holidays, it's actually a perfect synthesis between the classical Byzantine greeting, Be Happy, and the Anglo-Saxon holidays being the holy days. So happy holidays is actually pure Christian greeting. Be happy on the holy days. Father John McGuckin on the next edition of Come Receive the Light. And until we're together again, remember to always have faith in what you listen to.